You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 596. Pick up the mic. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number second time, third time of starting this show. Uh, before we start, we're having some Skype issues over on Gaz's end. So there's not much we can do about that other than to say, sorry, we're so sorry. Uh, this is going to be an exciting show. The second section, uh, we're going to have an interview with Mike Potter, who is... The uh, lead organizer and head muckamuck for uh, MacStock 2016. <laughs> muckamuck. Head muckamuck for MacStock 2016, yeah. the conference and expo <laughs> that you should be trying to uh, arrange your schedule around to go and see. Don't miss it. If you missed it last year, don't miss it this year. Um, I guess that's all we can really say about that. There's going to be a lot more coming in the center section about it, but it's going to be a great time and you really, really don't want to miss it. So how was your Mac week guy? Uh, Well, I did something that I had been kind of threatening to do for a long time. Uh, You remember I told you I replaced my, my spinning hard drive with an SSD. Yeah. Well, I took that drive, which was like a three terabyte drive, put it in a different drive bay of, my Mac pro. Ooh, excuse me. And set up my iTunes library, you know, basically copied everything from the Mac mini that I used throughout the rest of the house over to the Mac pro just so that I can easily do what I need to do with my iOS devices directly connected to the Mac pro instead of, you know, futzing around and and trying to do it on the, the Mac mini. Uh, but that's, that's basically how I spent most of my, Oh, the other thing I just, just realized this. Can't believe it. Uh, it would not be the my Mac podcast. If I hadn't completely changed the way I record the show again, um, <laughs> I'm still using loopback, which is pushing all of my audio through separate tracks into GarageBand. but I have now also incorporated, uh, audio hijack into that. So I can adjust my, my volume, <clears throat> my volume and my levels and all the rest of that kind of like you do with a mixer, uh, but through software. So I've got like this virtual mixer even more so now between, Excellent. uh, loopback and audio hijack, which are both plug plug from, uh, rogue amoeba. And they're, they're great programs though. So there has been a couple of weird things. Sometimes <laughs> When I start up Audio Hijack, uh, I get the gray screen of death. The whole computer just dies. I don't know Ooh, why yet. Sounds, but it doesn't happen every time. So That's not so good, though, is it? No, and it actually happened tonight as I was getting ready to record with uh, Bart Bouchatz. I had like two minutes to get on. And as soon as I fired up Audio Hijack, both screens that I have connected to the Mac Pro just went completely dead. And it's like, oh, Really? Really, Mac really? Pro? Really, really? So I had to like really rush and, and get all that done. 
So what have you been up to? Well, I'm doing a great lot with my Macs. Um, in the evening, on Tuesday this week, as I did today, which is probably not the sound of my voice, but there you go. I was on the big show on cast over the British Net Tech Network on Thursday, uh, and we had a really, really, really busy week at work. Uh, I've got a big which I'm, I'm sorting out at the moment. Um and so I've done a great deal with my Mac, all my iOS devices, and I really do too because I've got that Mac Mini that I need to sell. So I need to pull my finger out and pull the one terabyte SSD hard drive out of there and, and capitalize that uh, within my current setup. And, yeah. and I've got yeah. a, I've got a I've got a one twenty SSD which I'm going to put in its place because I've got the seven fifty gig. Um, backup hard drive, which I've I put it on the data doubler, if you remember. So, yeah. and then once I've done that, I should I think. So, yeah, I need to get on with that. But let's let's go to mymac.com uh, recent article, shall we? Sure. You want me to start, or you want to go first? Um, why don't you start? Okay. Uh, and I did that on purpose. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have the one more crystal. Piston in-ear headphone two-pack model, the EO301. That is a review by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Ah, well, too bad, Sam. About a year ago, Sam decided that he was done with in-ear headphones. He had tried at least 20 products in recent years and was never satisfied until he plugged in a pair of these remarkable one-more-headphones into his ears. He listened to pop, classical, ragtime, opera, hmm, folk, you name it, he added it to the mix. He was so impressed that he had it he found it hard to believe that the company was selling them for $80 for two of them. It's a great value. Go on over to the website and check out the rest of Sam's review. Next, Drop Plus. This is a Bluetooth speaker. And you from Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. So, Drop with Drops Drop Plus. Hmm, that's a bit interesting. From home is a water-resistant Bluetooth speaker built to one vigorous usage. Go camping with it. Take it to the beach or let the kids use it without worry. iHome's dual cool speaker and amp result in surprisingly good sound. Go over to the website and take a a bit of an in-depth read of uh, Bert's uh, view of the Drop Plus Bluetooth speaker. And and next up, I forgot to mention this last week when when Tim actually started this, uh, the MyMac.com Spotlight is going to be kind of a, a reoccurring uh, article or, uh, you know, a little bit of stuff that, that they're going to put into the website. And uh, this particular spotlight involves, and I, I am not even going to try to mix around the name because it's a tough one, Rex O. Ishibashi, Ishibashi from uh, original now you know what now i what you know why i said for you to go first <laughs> oh excuse me oh goodness uh from originator incorporated by rim topperson yeah who are the people behind the oh darn it <laughs> oh excuse me holy goodness gracious why am i seizing <laughs> the who? only one with that i know <laughs> Oh, you. Oh, you. 
who are the people behind the technology that we love so much? We know the products, the websites, the online personalities, but we want to learn more. Every week here at MyMac.com, we will spotlight a company, developer, or person that supports Apple users by creating solutions or entertainment for the Mac, iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and all the other platforms that we use and love by asking them to answer seven questions. This week, Tim turns his attention to Rexo Ishibashi, CEO of Originator Incorporated. Go on over to the website and check that out. Gear Charge and Sync Flip 3.3 Foot. The view by Kaysen Jube. In the beginning, there was USB, and it was good. Next came USB 1.1, then 2.0. All these had two things going for them. University, universe, you, uh, I, I wish I could say that word. Universality? <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, that'll do. Sameness. Compatibility. Uh, <laughs> sameness. <laughs> Same and, and nearness. Yeah. Rather than compatibility. Exactly. And there is the downside, trying to plug cable into the back of your of your particular computer of choice. Although statistically, it's a 50-50 shot of getting the plug in the right way the first time, it seems like there is a much higher chance of not plugging it in right. This can be very frustrating. Enter the charge and flip 3.3 foot or one meter white reverse USB to lightning cable from IO gear. Go and read Jason's review and you'll be able to read the words that I was unable. Yeah. Or that Skype is forcing to drop out. It's getting really bad. Uh, last up is the Wego JS 12. Love those product names. Jump starter, heavy duty battery. Plus this is a Nemo memo and I'm not ready. La, 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 I'll find him. There he is. This is a Nemo Memo by Nam Jimoroski. This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? Well, the message is going camping, taking a short, or taking a long or short driving trip, traveling at night, have an unreliable car battery, headed out with your iPad or iPhone, wherever you go, take a wee go. It's a compact, pocket-sized, durable power pack with car chopper cables. I guess you're not going to fit in your backpack. And combo cable for charging your iOS and other portable equipment. Plus an LED flashlight. The JS-12 will pay for itself the first time you use it. And if you would like to write for the MyMac.com podcast, well, the person that you should get a hold of is the person I just talked about, John Nemo. You can reach him at Nemo at MyMac.com, N-E-M-O at MyMac.com. And guess. Guess. That's that's it for the for this section. Okay, so we get us out? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, everybody. Stand by. To stand by. And we will. We will with a guest be right back. Hey guys, there's a new podcast out. 
great. What's it about? Let's Talk Apple. Well, yeah, we will. We will. But uh, what's the podcast called? Let's Talk Apple. Okay, if you want to. Uh, Rainier, Silken, Gold Rush, Pippin. What are you on about? I'm talking Apple. Huh? That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Us talking about apples? Well, there we go again. Tangentially, as usual, moving off topic. Did you know Bart Bouchotts has a new podcast out? Yep. Let's Talk Apple. Oh, jeez. This is John F. Braun from the Mac Geek Get Podcast, and there's no terminal command known to stop Guy and Gaz from making podcasts, but there should be. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 500, and I got to check, 96. And there's a reason why I have to check, and we'll... There is, and we'll tell that later. We we may or may not say why. But anyway, um, now, uh, Gaz, you and I have been talking about a uh, particular event. We we have. Before you jump into that, I I just want to say, it's not working. You remember Guy? Yeah, oh, I remember Guy. <laughs> Dad, we you have, are absolutely right. <laughs> we've been talking. <laughs> I've been talking about a particular event, indeed. Yes, uh, called the. the oh, I am so I, that's flustered. The, that's that's the six hundredth show, isn't it? We've been talking about. No, well, yes. Is, is that what is, is that what you're talking about? I'm, uh, I'm not. We have been talking about that, but that's not what I'm talking about right here. Uh, oh, right. The other surprise, event surprise me. <laughs> that we've been talking about has been uh, the the Mac Stock Conference and Expo, which is going to be uh, this year again in Woodstock, Illinois. And there's a, a couple of changes to it. And uh, now you and I, kind of offline, have been saying, "Well, we need to get Mike Potter on, so mm-hmm. that Mike Potter, he's he, he's this guy, and is he?" Yeah, yeah, so he what, does. The, just off the streets, just any, any guy called Mike Potter is that? Yeah, well, honestly, you know, maybe we we can just go through the phone book and until we get to the right Mike Potter. But he <laughs> he would he, find one. We probably would. Uh, he also does the Four Mac Eyes Only podcast, uh, which Gaz got his start in podcasting with, and um, he decided last year that he was really sad. Oh, so very sad. When uh, the Macworld Expo had ended, as of course many of us have been, uh, the difference was that uh, Mike decided to do something about it. And in sort of a partnership with Barry Falk, who, who was absolutely insane enough to open his house for a lot of rabid Mac heads for the Midwest Mac barbecue, he started in less than six weeks time, the Mac stock, conference and expo, which, as I said, uh, had its inaugural start, uh, last year. And that wasn't the end of it. It, It's coming back this year, even bigger and better. And to talk about the max stock conference and expo for 2016, we have Mike Potter of for Mac eyes only fame. Well, thank you, gentlemen. It's great to be here again. 
So it, I was I was thinking about this earlier today, and it you know I realized that in order to get on this show, you really have to do something like throw a conference. No, not really. <laughs> you, just, you just send us an email, you know, and we'll say, oh, okay. It's easy. No, I, I do want to give credit where it's due, though, and um, really the one who was just beside himself with grief that MacWorld was no more was Barry. Uh, this, this, you know, he was the one who decided first he wanted to throw open his backyard to uh, all of these insane Mac people, and uh, I'm I I initially rode his coattails. Okay, well, no, that's fine because and now we're wearing the same coat. Yeah, yeah. Well, now last year you had it at the the McHenry Community College. Is that right? Yeah, McHenry. Yeah, McHenry County College. Yeah. Okay, M- McHenry County college which uh is is real real close there to woodstock illinois and then barry of course opened up his house now barry lives actually just outside chicago proper so it's about an hour away for these <laughs> an two hour events. away yes and uh frankie that was probably considering that he had this at his house that was probably a good thing because if everyone had showed up from the conference to barry's house i don't think Barry would still be married right now. <laughs> but tell us about some of the changes for this year, Mike. Well, he might be still married, but it could be to someone else. Well, yeah. we, we, I know, I know we all were like, so super impressed with the faucets in his bathroom. <laughs> He's going to have to bring them this time, isn't he? <laughs> he'll have to bring them to Woodstock, Illinois. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He'll have to, he'll have to bring them with. And maybe we can set them up at the barbecue. That would be so that would be so funny. So anyway, Mike, what is different about this year's Mac Stock Conference and Expo? Well, uh boy. Uh so so much is different and yet so much is the same. How cliche is that? Uh last year, as you said, we threw this whole thing together in about six weeks. And f- considering the time we had the speakers we brought on stage were just amazing, yourself included, guys. Ah, I mean, we had just you. some fantastic talks from all throughout the spectrum of Mac community. And I think the biggest change this year is we have bumped from eight speakers. We had eight speakers last year to 18 speakers wow. this year. And uh, last year was a, a one-day conference. We ran, we ran from uh, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. This year, we're a day and a half. The first day, Saturday, is 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then Sunday, we've got 8 a.m. to 12.30. So uh, I pushed that. I actually pushed that as late as I could on Sunday. We've got There's another event coming into the conference center a half hour after we shut down wow. stock. So I pushed it as late as I could just to fit as many speakers as I could into the conference this year. So really we've, we've essentially doubled the size of what we're giving everybody who, who comes to Mac stock. So when you, I mean, other than of course uh, myself and maybe, but maybe not gas, who are some of the people returning? Oh, returning. Okay. So returning, we've got Dave Ginsburg, um, he, uh, is the, he's currently the president of the suburban Chicago Apple users group, which is a fantastic user group in the Chicagoland area. He's going to be giving another talk on, uh, iOS. 
Um, we have, uh, well, Chuck Joyner is coming back again this year. Julie Keel. Uh, we have uh, Tim Robertson is going to be leading the roundtable again this year. That was so we, much fun. It was it was a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to be doing it again. And this year we're going to make sure we have time reserved for those questions from the audience because that's something we really wanted to do and we heard from people who attended last year they really wanted to get those questions in and unfortunately we just ran out of time so this year we're specifically setting aside time to get those questions in from the audience uh, we have uh, guy Searle yep coming and allison sheridan so that's who's returning now, uh, we also had a, a very brief talk on the importance of Apple user groups in the community and, and how people can participate in them. Uh, that was a talk given by Tom Piper. He's actually the uh, Apple user group um, liaison. You know, he's like the liaison for the Apple user group community. And uh, we've expanded his talk to a full session. So he's going to be joining us this year. And then uh, can I go into who's, who's new sure. this year? Because this is just fantastic. Uh, Don McAllister of Screencast Online is going to be talking this year. Now, now Don was actually there last year. He was there last year. And at the end of the conference, he said, boy, Mike, I really want to talk next year. And I said, done. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. So uh, he's going to be giving a talk this year. Uh, did I mention Julie Keel? Julie Keel? Yes. Uh, was, yeah, okay, I did. All right, great. Uh, we have uh, Victor Katyao is going to be speaking this year. Adam Christensen is going to be speaking this year from the MacCast, of course. Uh, we have uh, Dr. Robert Carter is going to be joining us. And uh, with him is his co-host from his podcast, the Tech Doctor podcast, is Allison Hartley. And they're going to be giving two talks on accessibility in both OS X and iOS. So that's going to be really great. We've got the Mac Mommy, Melissa Davis, and uh, she is going to be... Uh, Joined on stage by Jody Spangler of Lakeshore Mac out of Michigan. And uh, they're going to be giving a, a really interesting talk that they promise is going to be one of the funniest talks anyone has ever seen, which has <laughs> me a little concerned. Um, <laughs> we've got. Well, Mike you had, you're having, you're, you're, you're giving me a, a microphone to talk. So, I mean, that's where that the concern that, should that be. That should concern you much more, much more, Mike. <laughs> Oh, uh, we have Mike me. Schmitz. Mike Schmitz is talking this year. Uh, Matt Hillier, Kirshen Say is uh, speaking. And let's see, did I miss anybody? Uh, Wally Truinsky is going to be speaking. Wow. And so, yeah, we've got just a phenomenal lineup of speakers. Matt Hillier. Did I remember Matt Hillier? Yep. Yep. 18, 18 speakers this year. And I'm just blown away. At the end of the first day, uh, that's going to roll right over into the Midwest Mac barbecue, which is going to, is now, are they going to actually do that at the college or is there, uh, an area that's being set up just away from the college to do that? Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. So the Midwest Mac barbecue, uh, there's no more hour commute between Mac stock and the barbecue. Uh, <laughs> it's the, the Mac stock is going to end and we're going to roll immediately into the Midwest Mac barbecue. And, uh, we've got three hours scheduled for that, uh, five to 8 PM on MCC's campus grounds. So, uh, it's, it's going to be really easy for people to get there. If they, if they lose their way walking over to the barbecue, well, 
<laughs> they probably I, wouldn't I, have made it to the conference in the they, first place. They probably wouldn't have made it to the conference in the first place. Yes. <laughs> now, I was talking to uh, Paul Kent, who was the VP for IDG that put together the, the Mac World Expo, and Dave Hamilton and some of the guys from the Mac All-Star Band. And I really, really wanted to see if we could get a Mac All-Star Band reunion. But unfortunately, uh, several of the people that were typically involved with that, uh, couldn't be there. So right. not going to happen this year, but I'm, I'm putting that bug in your ear right now, Mike, let's, let's get the Mac all-star band back together. Let's get the band back together, man. You know, what's interesting is we do, I was kind of talking to, uh, Gary or Gaz about this, uh, before we started recording here. Um, speaking of Paul Kent, he had some really kind words for Max Doc 2015. Uh, one of the things I heard from him that night, even though he couldn't make it, is that he was really grateful for keeping alive the ability for uh, really the most talented, thoughtful, friendly, generous hearted tech community in the world, giving them a place to convene. And that's really what MaxDoc is all about. So it was really great to hear from Paul. And I, I hope that he can make it to MaxDoc 2016. But if he can't, you know, certainly 2017. Uh, but as I, I spoke with Gaz before we started recording, uh, there are things we're working on for 2017 already. Even though you know, July is not even close to being here yet, uh, we are working on things for 2017. And um, as much as I would like to talk about them, uh, you I really can't. I, Not yet. I, I really can't yet. Yeah. Yeah. And for uh, we didn't mention this, that's going to be July 16th and 17th, uh, just outside Chicago. Uh, in basically, if you can't get to Chicago from wherever you live, you have other problems than going to a tech conference. Chicago is probably the most accessible area. Uh, I almost, I'd say in the world outside of, of New York or Atlanta or something along those lines, there's two major airports. There's lots of hotels, you know, rental cars are coming out the yin yang there. <laughs> if you're a man, really? they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, if you have a Chinese car, you know, that's called the yin yang, um, you really need, you know, if you've gone to the Mac world expo and miss that sense of community that the Macworld Expo was. This is your chance to to have that again. Or if you never went to the Macworld Expo, to experience it for the first time. It's 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 something that that really needs to be seen to to be believed as far as the community itself goes. And the nice thing about going to MacStock as compared to the Macworld Expo is that you won't see 10,000 iPhone case makers. <laughs> no you will not so um, so you're and, and you're actually, i'm sorry go ahead on there, yes you actually, can yeah. um the conversation that mike and i were having beforehand it was around the sort of uh vendors that may you know uh may coming along this time and uh, you know may the the conference may have lots more vendors but what, what mike said he wanted to do and this is really commendable and and it was to try and make sure stayed the local friendly show uh slash conference it's really for the people rather than you know vendors 
And I think that is absolutely commendable. And the friendliness of the um, the event last year was superb. And anybody could interact with, you know, their favorite podcasters and, and learn about the Mac. And I, I think that is great. And if we can keep that going, that would be absolutely superb, Mike. Yeah, what I've been telling people, and, and you pretty much said it spot on, so I apologize for repeating it here, uh, but at at the heart of MaxDoc really is the focus on what makes all these Apple products great. It's not the aluminum, you know, the, the one piece aluminum it's made from. It's not the retina screen. It's the users. It's the community. It's what, it's, it's this, this global group of users that we all belong to. That's what makes the products great. And that's what's at the heart of MaxDoc. And so keeping it smaller uh, is, is an opportunity uh, for the attendees and the speakers both to connect. Everyone who comes through the doors can connect with everyone else because it's, it's, the, right, it's the right size for doing so. Yeah. And, and uh, now you're, you do have some sponsors for the show. Yeah, we do have some sponsors what, for the show. Why don't you go ahead and mention them real quick? Right. Well, so far what we have is uh, OWC is signed on again to be a, a gold sponsor of MaxDoc this year. Uh, ProSoft Engineering, uh, also, you know, Data Rescue Center, they go kind of hand in hand there. Right. Um, they are signed on again to be a sponsor. And McCallie is providing a number of great giveaways again this year. So those are all some uh, fantastic sponsors who saw the opportunity when MaxDoc 2015 launched to get in on the ground floor of what we're building here. And so I'm really excited to have them back again this year. And then one sponsor I wanted to mention, and I, I hope that she'll listen to this and, and hear me say this, but there is a, a fan of For Mac Eyes Only who wanted to sponsor MaxDoc. And I just thought that was phenomenal. And she just wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, <laughs> that the conference was able to sustain itself. And, and she's been a wonderful sponsor of for Mac Eyes Only for, for many, many years. And when she heard about MaxDoc, she and her husband are both traveling from Florida to come here. And that's uh, the McLennans, Lisa and Steve McLennan. And they're, they're signed on as community sponsors this year. And I just wanted to thank them for doing that. Um, but yeah, McCallie. The McLennans, ProSoft, and OWC are the initial sponsors this year. And we may have a few more as well as time, as time goes on. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you, Steve. Um, when, when you look at the, the, the way that the conference is set up, uh, the, the, the main speaking room for people who weren't there last year is, is kind of a quarter clamshell kind of shape as far as, as where you sit. So there's not real, there's, there's absolutely not a bad seat in the, uh, the auditorium. The response, yeah, the response for the organization, I've got to say this and, and make Mike blush. The response from, uh, you know, some people that have been to other uh, functions, shows, not just podcasting, but, you know, um, in the Mac world, but they've, they've done it professionally. They... They all said to, uh, about the organization and the, the theater that they're in. It's an absolutely awesome theater. The seats are comfortable. The views are great. The sound was great. The organization for the presenters from Mike was superb. So, you know, if you want a slick, professional um, 
organised show to go to or function to go to, then you'd pay a lot more money and see a lot and worse. And people have. Yeah, and have. And it, it, it was absolutely superb. So, you know, take, we, we should bow down to you for that, Mike. It was superb. <laughs> now, for, for people that don't know what I, I'm going to be speaking on mobile podcasting with iOS and uh, after now, I don't know what time you have me scheduled, Mike. But at w- yeah, whatever night when they're at the barbecue, <laughs> that's when I would do it. Uh, at whatever <laughs> point after I speak, I will have the uh, or a setup in the. Uh, do you know you're going to have the second little room as well? I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 something uh, we're actually going to take advantage of this year. Uh, we had those rooms last year, and we really did not use them to their full advantage. Right. So one of the things that we're going to do this year, and it, it's it's limited. It's something I wanted to give a try and just see how it works. But we're going to have something called Deeper Dives. And we have three of the speakers signed up to do what I'm calling Deeper Dives. And that is, it's an opportunity for them to go just a little bit further into their topic with those who are interested in it. And so the the three are uh, Jody and Melissa and uh, Kirshen Say and Adam Christensen. Those are the three who are giving deeper dives and they're, they're specifically scheduled for uh, the main stage and then those two breakout rooms. And this is going to be at the end of the day, Saturday. But the whole rest of the time, those rooms are available for folks like you guy, if you want, after you give your talk, if you want to have a setup where people can come in and talk to you about it, it would be, um, not a scheduled deeper dive as it were, but something that you can just kind of have there and available all day long for people to ask questions. Sure. Sure. And I will be just like uh, Gaz and I did last year. I will be recording a podcast from the Mac stock expo. Um, and I will probably record Another one that will play the following weekend because I'm I, right after the conference is over. I'm going to Florida to do some bad surfing with my nephew in Daytona, so <laughs> I won't be I I won't be around that next weekend to do a podcast. But uh, I think uh, that there'll be more than enough material to handle those two weeks. Yeah, that was fan. I, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Gag. I really enjoyed having you guys record the podcast <laughs> at MaxDoc. And then it was a blast to do it at the barbecue later that night, too. Yeah, Gaz and I were actually talking about that. And uh, where we kind of cracked up was at one point, he and I just left. You, you did. You literally left the house. And it was, uh, let's see, it was Dave Hamilton, Allison Sheridan. Actually, let, let's be honest here. We didn't leave the house. We got out. <laughs> yeah, we got thrown out. <laughs> oh, see, I wasn't in the room for that. Now that that would have been interesting to see. Well, Barry Barry said that if we didn't leave, he was going to sick his cats on us. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Okay, no, uh, we're running. We're running kind of long. We are guessing, of course. We did leave the house. I mean, you know, we have. Yeah. we've just been talking for so long. <laughs> yeah, as we do. Every all week, the time. all the time, uh, we're running a little bit long here. So, so let's let's uh, reiterate some of the points that we've been taking talking about. Uh, we're talking about 
Maxstock Conference and Expo 2016, Woodstock, Illinois, just outside of Chicago, July 16th and 17th of 2016. The Midwest Mac Barbecue is going to be taking place right there as well. There's going to be 18 fantastic speakers, uh, three terrific people in the breakout room, and and me. And you know this this is something that you guys really really don't want to miss. The and the the cost is really negligible considering everything that you're going to be getting, uh, not just in you know giveaways from the sponsors and not just uh, uh, the 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 Mac Stock 2016 T-shirt, but we're talking about people that you have heard from for God knows how long, however long you've been a Mac user. A lot of the people that you've looked up to over the years are going to be at MacStock 2016 and available for you to talk to. So if you can make it, you really don't want to miss it. And I'm sure we'll uh, we'll go more about it uh, as as it gets closer. As a matter of fact, uh, Gaz and I need to to put together a commercial that uh, that we can run for the for the conference like we did last year. Right. There's all the people you've looked up to and then the three of us. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Now, if I if I can interject just one thing here, uh, Guy, I wanted to point out this is all inclusive. So it's not a separate ticket for the barbecue and not a separate ticket for MacStock. It's one ticket you have to buy. It gets you into both the conference and the barbecue. Uh, if anyone wants to learn more, they can just go to MacStock2016.com. They'll be able to check out the list of all the speakers, uh, get a peek at some of the talks that are being given this year. And uh, one thing, here's the best part. I set this up just for you guys. The regular admission price is $149. From now until March 31st, through March 31st, anyone who wants to save 20 bucks off that price, they can use the Ooh. coupon code MYMAC20OFF. MYMAC20OFF. That'll give them 20 bucks off that 149 price. And as a bonus, the first 10 people to hear this and buy their tickets can save an extra 10 bucks, use MyMac20 off, and then also use the coupon code MyMacBonus10. Now, that second one is only for the first 10 people. So, you know, you want to hop on that fairly soon. But everyone else, if if that if that second one is gone, you can still use my Mac twenty off and get twenty dollars off one forty nine from now through March thirty first. Yeah, people don't miss this, or you will be sorry because you, you'll have to wait until next year for it to come around again. So, um, Gaz, I think uh, unless you have anything else, I'll take us out. No, Abby, take us out. I think we've uh, we've pretty much covered it and we'll we'll put mike on again when we're closer to uh to july if uh, any more details or new details updated details and yeah go out and buy the tickets folks um i i spent a lot of money coming over from the from the uk the only thing that's stopping me is the fact that my daughter's graduation is in july and i don't is yet but uh, if it's not conflicting, I will be making the effort to get out there because it is. It was fantastic. It Absolutely was. Fantastic. It was, and that was actually the first time you and I had ever actually met. Anyway, everyone's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's that's your incentive to come over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone, please stand by. 
to stand by. And uh, Gaz and I will be right back. Was a workshop owner in the gulch for the people and I offered myself to the world. Was a workshop owner. Was a workshop owner. Was a diesel fixer fixed a diesel diesel fixer. I'm Elisa Pisali. I'm Suze Gilbert. I'm Vicki Stokes. And we're the three geeky ladies. You could be watching Hoarders. Or you could be reading Fifty Shades of Grey. You could be ghost hunting. Or you could be listening to the three geeky ladies. So put down that book, shut off the TV, and turn on your iPod. And listen to the three geeky ladies. Find us on iTunes under the Stoplight Network. What's left when you throw out good taste and common sense? The G-Men on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome back to the last section, kind of, of the MyMac.com podcast. That was, uh, that was a great conversation with Mike. Yeah, I, 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 really, I really need to. I'd love that. I really would love to be there, as you know. But I just, I, you know. Um, if if I said to my daughter, "Oh, it's on the same day that I'm going to be in Chicago," that game, <laughs> I, I no, pro- I probably I probably wouldn't have a roof over it because I'd then have to deal with Mrs. G. To be honest, with oh, you. she would be very upset, and you know what she <laughs> wouldn't be doing? Uh, she wouldn't be nodding her head. No, she would it's not. Gases tips mostly. Gases tips mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Wow. Even that sounded a bit funny. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's. Well, maybe there's other issues here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, would you OS 10 to ask you for your Apple ID password whenever you put an app from the App Store, but still let you download free apps? Reckless abandon. Well, obviously, with. OL Capitan, you can enter your passcode one and you won't be asked for a password when downloading freebies again. You just go to system preferences, go down to the app store, just the settings. So with paid apps, you can have your Mac always ask for ID or ID password or give a password free uh, or give you a password free 15 purchasing window once you've logged in. That's where I nod my head. <laughs> yes, you do. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the, uh, oh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Okay, you know what? I am starting to wonder if uh, this setup with Audio Hijack is part of the issue here. Well, well, uh, the only thing uh, I, I had a, an eye idea that it might be my end because uh from last week um audio hijack did an update however when i asked you if there was any change i'd actually gone direct to, uh my road podcaster so 
Um, if you still get the issue, it's certainly not because of um, audio hijack on my side. Yeah, I, I I'm not even sure, but it it worked great when I was doing uh, Let's Talk Apple earlier. So I mean, I I don't know. We'll we're gonna power through it, and I will play around with it some more, and probably have a completely different setup again <laughs> next week. <laughs> anyway, do you have an app pick, guess? I. Well, I, I do in a very indirect way. Um, I don't know about you, guys. I watch out on a regular basis for discount codes. And in particular, there is a, a food area within PayPal that, and they often come on 20% discount for the iTunes and App Store. And the other day, they came up with a period for, of about six days. It was key. Uh, through until the March 6th, so tomorrow. So listen to this in the UK, you're probably going to miss it. But I keep uh, an alert out for when they actually do that discount because, you know, 20%, Sure. And uh, I'll go in and I'll buy a couple of ounces and I'll either give them to my girls or I'll use them myself, especially paying for iCloud. Um, so I'll get two ones because I've got my iCloud account under one account and my uh, Max or another account, and I'll dump the iTunes vouchers with my percent in there. And whenever I buy an app, I'm thinking to myself, that only cost me 20% of what they're saying it is. Or so 80%, because you, you got 20%. Well, yeah, yeah, whichever way round. <laughs> Math is hard. <laughs> so, so I haven't got actual pick, but I've got a indirect pick to get picks. If Free you stuff. Know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my app pick this week is something that uh, I, I ran across. I needed to grab a YouTube video, and uh, there's different ways to do it. You can go and use, you know, screen, this basic screen grabbing technology and grab just that window, or yeah, you know, I mean, there's lots of different ways to do it. But I found a free utility, absolutely no charge, called Clip Grab, that really makes grabbing YouTube videos of high quality, very, very easy. And of course it is free. Uh, and you can find clip grab at clipgrab.org. Does great for downloading YouTube videos. Now, um, I'm, I'm not sure how we're going to do this. Mike has a pick and he recorded, he recorded his pick, uh, earlier and I'm going to attempt to put it in here, and I do not guarantee how well this is going to work, but we'll see. So hold on a second. Here's Mike's pick. So my pick is something I've been playing around with. Uh, I've been using Fantastical for a number of years now, and when they recently, oh, I guess it was last year now, they updated the program to the new version that's, it's more than what I need for a menu bar calendar. It's, it is a full on robot calendar now. And that's, I don't need that. I just want something that can drop down off my menu bar, show me what's going on. And when I want to deal with a full calendar, I'll use the calendar that comes with the Mac. And what I'm concerned about is that Fantastical, the version that I'm using is going to eventually stop working. I'm, I'm still using the 1.3 point whatever that they released in December. And that's the last one they said they're ever going to do in the version one series. So I've been looking for a substitute and the one I've been playing with recently comes very 
close to being a drop-in substitute for my old favorite, Fantastic L1. And this is called Calendar 366. Now, there's two versions of it. There's a free version and there's a paid version. The paid version is called Calendar 366 Plus. And it is about 95% of the way to replacing Fantastic L. In fact, I actually use both. I have both running in my menu bar because I, I, I still very much depend upon that natural language input that Fantastic L has for adding calendar events. And that's the one thing the calendar 366 doesn't do yet. But they've been rapidly upgrading this application as time has been going on. So I've been keeping an eye on it, uh, letting it run in my menu bar. It's, a, it's for the most part, like I said, about 95% of the way there to replacing it. But uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's got a lot of neat features to it. Um, but uh, the one thing it's missing, as I said, is that natural language input. Short of that, it's a great menu bar calendar, and more importantly, it is cheap. It's $6.99 for the plus version, or like I said, there's a free version uh, that you could load as well if you just want to give it a try. And uh, for what I need, this looks like it's going to be uh, uh, eventually going to be a good replacement for, excuse me, for a fantastic L1. So that's my pick. Wow, boy, that worked out great, didn't it, Gaz? Superb. Absolutely yeah. superb. I just don't know. Sometimes I underestimate your uh, capabilities, Guy. I really do. Really? Yeah. No, <coughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I, I... <laughs> uh, we could talk about our links to the Max Conference and Expo, but there's not really much points as we, uh, we just had Mike Potter on. Uh, but please, please, please check that out. Uh, Facebook is still at 159 likes. I'd stay, and it stays steady. It does. It just keeps going up. Uh, the only thing I really had on Twitter was I had commented on a link bait article from Time Magazine where but they were basically saying that uh, Microsoft's new ads is, is restarting the Mac PC wars. And I was kind of like, yeah. Hmm. Strike one, MS restarting Mac PC wards with new ads. Strike two says Apple is struggling with desktop sales. Strike three, they're just posing or posting link bait. Bad time magazine. Bad, bad, bad. You should know better. Your magazine has been around for like ever, ever, ever. Um, I guess uh, we're kind of coming down to it, Gaz. How can people get a hold of you? Well, ever so easily, if you want to send me an email, you will do using your uh, email client of choice to Gaz, that's G-A-Z. Z. And it's G-A-Z at MyMac.com. E equally, and there's some music playing in it, which if it's a bit loud, let me turn it down a little bit. Is that okay, guy? I don't hear anything. You don't hear anything. Well, that's audio hijack for you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's really annoyed me because... Oh, can you now hear I hear it? it. Okay, let me start that again then. Let me start that again. Okay, so email me, gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. I was hoping you'd say... What Dead. you said? Yeah, thank oh, you. I was listening to the music. I love that music. Okay, right. And uh, you can also send me uh, a Twitter... 
What would you call it? Post? Yeah. Post. Yeah. Twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz. G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Okay. You can also send guys Twitter post uh, on our joint account over <laughs> forward slash Guy and Gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-G-A-Z. Right. Now, the music that I've been playing in the background, <laughs> to anybody K okay, will fully understand why I've been playing that. Now, I don't if, get it at all. If you remember, Guy, <laughs> we actually got... Um, Bart shots into some fusion because he said, I'm not, not no longer sure whether it's Z anymore. Right. Um, well, that theme tune was to a British, old British police uh, documentary, not documentary, it was a series, and it was called Zed Cars. <laughs> of course it was. Well, that kind of answers Bart's question then. Uh, absolutely. Now, Guy, huh. if people wanted to contact you, how would they do so? Oh, it's it's ever so easy. All you have to do is uh, send me an email to guy, G-U-I, at mymac.com. And I am also on the Twitters. You can find me or send me a message on the Twitters by my Twitter name. Well, it's long-winded. And that name is Mac Parrot. <laughs> and if for some just insane reason you want to complain to uh to tim robertson the owner of the site and, and creator of this podcast all you have to do is send that to feedback oh shame on you feedback at mymac.com and we have a skype number that you all have continued to ignore for so many years and we thank you for that that skype number is plus one outside of the united states area code seven zero three Four three six nine five zero one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one, and we would like to say thank you to all of you for downloading the mymac.com podcast. We we just we're blown away by by the numbers of you that do it, and we hope I hope but to see many of you. At the Max Stock Conference and Expo in on July sixteenth and seventeenth, I can get as many more plugs in for that as I possibly can. And Gaz, do you know that I think that we're good enough, smart enough? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, not really. Uh, but I say that every week. And doggone it, people like us. And I forgot to use this one. An email from Guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Memma. Max Doc 2017 Yata Yata Vanabava Nimeyai Sos Aya Atapusa Saha Uba Duka Vena Enam. I think I did that really well. You did, you did. And you know what that language was? Uh Snow. Sinhala. Ooh. I have no idea. It, no. it just, it struck me. So, oh, I wonder what that's going to come out like. And it was like, I saw it. It was like, oh, what the hell so, is that? So, so if you would like to try and tell us what that uh, that was, what I just said, you'll win a prize. <laughs> of some kind. If you could just tell us where they speak that language, that would that would be a big help too. Yeah, but that you won't get for that. 
Um, yeah. Okay, Guy, that's yeah. uh, that's a wrap. So I'm going to say the next word. Ooh, what's that? Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. Yeah, that was. Uh, did you ever watch the Adams Family? I know of it. I didn't really. I, I okay, they had this I've guy. Seen a couple. I've seen a couple. Okay, they, uh, they had this guy. His name was Ted Cassidy, who has uh, since passed on. A long time ago, passed on. He was the guy that played Lurch, the the, yeah. the huge butler. Yeah. And actually, Ted Cassidy was also in a Star Trek episode. He played an android that got phasered out of existence. <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? Uh, anyway. I'm, rib- I'm riveted. <laughs> That's kind of the way you sound because anytime he would, you know, they would pull the, the, the bell or whatever, he would always come walking in and go, you uh, yes. Yeah, that, that's kind of the way your voice sounds right now when you were saying end. You rang. You rang. Um, well, um, much to the chagrin well, I'll tell you of what, all, we, ooh, and I'm right, getting, I'm we, getting interference too. Um, why don't yeah, we kill getting, this call and then let me call both of you? Yeah, yeah well, let me finish and stop jumping in and interrupting me like you do normally. Okay, <laughs> that's just what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll call you both back. Okay, so right, uh, we'll have. All right, so Mike, do you want to be on for the whole show or just for the center section? Mm, I pro- at this point, if it is okay with you, I think I will request to be just the center section. Okay, so we'll record that first, and then we'll go back and do sections one and three. Do that all right? Three. So I we do we do two first, one second, third, third. Right. I'd prefer to third, second, first, third. Second, first. Okay, then what about the after show? <laughs> <laughs> the turd tree is the toity. <laughs> okay, yeah. Do you know That's that how... one guy? No, I do, do not. Quote? You don't know that. I just heard turd and figured it was dirty. Oh no, the, it's 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 a it's an old quote from Mash. Now you you purchase gas by the liter, correct? Yes. Okay, yes. but everything else is miles, pound, or yes. pounds. Yeah, yes. it's just the the fuel that you purchase by the liter. Yes. What are you paying for gas now, uh, Gary? Uh, at the moment, it's it's dropped considerably. Uh, not so long ago, it was one pound thirty, but it's now pound a liter. So you're talking about four pound for a gallon, a UK gallon, roughly. Just wow. Roughly. So uh, four gallon times that by uh, US dollar. So if I put a better one five, it's less than that at the moment. So you're talking six dollars a gallon. Wow! Oh no! <laughs> and most of that is. Ta- Oops! Did I lose you? Gas. No. Oh, okay. No. And and what are you at in Virginia now, guy? Uh, I actually filled up last night, and it was one sixty nine, something like that. 
Though when I was coming back from Ohio, I paid sorry one sixty nine a gallon. Yeah. <laughs> when I and when I was coming back from Ohio, it was a dollar thirty four a gallon. Wow. See, I was going to tell you, I paid a week ago. I paid a dollar forty nine, and I I don't think I've seen a price like that for twenty years. No. Thirty five pence a liter. Now we're up to. <laughs> Now we're up to a dollar eighty nine, but it, it, I, I was, I was floored. I, you know, I, I have a photo on my phone from last fall when we traveled down through Kentucky, and it was a dollar ninety nine. I was like, holy cow, a dollar ninety nine, and to pay a dollar forty nine for it in DeKalb County last week, I was just amazed. Yeah, I'm just yeah. sitting, I'm just sitting there with my fingers in my ears. <laughs> we think we're lucky. We think we're lucky. It's gone down to a liter. I, yeah, it's lucky we don't live in a big country. <laughs> well, you know, we're we're uh, slowly destroying all of our natural resources to get the shale oil. So you know, yeah, well, that's true. Well, that, well, that's well. It's not even so much that we're using shale oil. It's just that uh, the, the Middle East is so afraid that we will that <laughs> right. that they're and, dropping and, the prices. I know can it's I, crazy. Can, yeah, we'll also say that. Um, what sort of mileage do you get out of your car? Uh, I well, I've got that a big Ford Flex, which is like a station wagon. Yeah, and on the highway, I get about twenty-seven miles to the gallon. Twenty-seven miles to the gallon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You were telling me last summer, Gary, how much you get, and it was something like sixty miles to the gallon. Uh, yeah, roughly. Yeah. 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 Well, I get I get nineteen in my car. And the, so you uh, have a Chrysler Behemoth, then? No, I have a. But Jeep I Chrysler. need, but uh, you see, but I need, I need that because you know that's about four times. So we even out, really. It oh, out, actually, really. guys, let me ask you something. Go on. What kind of car does Carl Madden drive? I've got no. I know he for his job he's got a van. Now that might be his van. Could be what he drives. Because he's he's even taller than I am. Yeah, and I, I, I just can't see him behind the wheel of like a polo or something like that. No, well, you, but you say that my uh, for English people out here. My my dad was six foot three, and he drove quite comfortably in a um, in a Hillman Imp. Now I'll mm-hmm. let you guys go and do an online search for Hillman mm-hmm. Imp. A Hillman in Hillman H I double L M A N I A. Human imp. Yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> now our, so, our yeah I get 19. Our Cherokee gets about 25. Uh, that's the, the wow newer, the newer model one. But yeah, the imp is uh, I yeah I know that car. That's it's a for six car. three. That's that's pretty good. But there was a lot of room in that car, wasn't there? Well, <laughs> holy yeah, crap! As long as as long as you didn't have anybody sitting in the back, in the back seat, right? Yeah, yeah. it kind of look. You know what it kind of looks like, Mike? I don't know. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the old um, Corvair. Oh yeah, it does. Well, the Corvair was probably four times the size of this, though. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and that was my first car. That was your first car? Yeah, Hillman Imp. And mine was a 74 Plymouth Duster. 
Oh, that was an awesome car. Yeah, except mine only had the the slant six, so couldn't, even, couldn't even get out of its duster. own way. <laughs> we had a '72 Duster, and then my my first car was a '77 Fury, Plymouth Fury. I, I, okay, that I, had to I, have I, at least I, been a '318. I, I hate to it was stop a 318. I hate to stop this wonderful conversation, but. Um, <laughs> Um, it's getting late for you, isn't it? And I have to get up tomorrow. <laughs> I okay. know it's Sunday, but I do have to get up. So sorry about Wait that. Wait till we hear his voice tomorrow. 